In today's show, I'll be breaking down the latest Bitcoin technical analysis, as well as the five things to watch out for in the Bitcoin market this week. Also, BlackRock and Fidelity Bitcoin ETS reached the top 10 in January flows. That's right. BlackRock customers are buying more than 150 million Bitcoin per day, which is wild. We're also going to be discussing South Korea regulator to discuss spot Bitcoin ETF with SEC chief Gary Gensler. We're going to get an ETF from Korea along with Hong Kong. I'll be breaking this down for you. We'll also be discussing breaking news. El Salvador. Guess what? Bukele just got reelected president by a landslide set in precedent. I mean, they say he won by roughly 83 to 88 percent of the vote, which has never been done before in history. We'll be discussing his win and what this means for the people of El Salvador and for Bitcoin adoption. Also in today's show, Bitcoin will be scarcer than gold after the halving with a $500,000 Bitcoin price target. I'll be breaking this down for you. We'll also be expecting Bitcoin hitting one million million dollars per coin by the year 2028. That's right. We'll be discussing this plus so much more in today's show. Yo, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost a video show. So if you want the full premium experience with video, visit my YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Net. Today is pod episode number 1542. JV been going hard now for roughly six years. Consistent daily content. And uh, yeah, I'm your host JV. And this is February 5th, 2024. We just had a historic day. Bukele reelected for president of El Salvador for the next five years. We're going to be discussing all that here shortly. But let's kick it off with our market watch as we do each and every day. Now, Bitcoin was 43,500 like an hour ago when I was prepping the show. I went live and we already pulled back some. So currently at 42,700, down 1% uh, on the hour. Let's zoom out a little on the daily to see where we're at. And it shows we're down just 0.77% on the day. We also have Ether in the red along with BNB, Solana, XRP, Cardano, and AVAX. One of the top gainers is actually Chainlink up 5%, trying to recapture 20 bucks, currently trading at $19 and 24 cents and checking out coinmarketcap.com the current crypto market cap sits at 1.64 trillion with 42 billion in volume for the past 24 hours the volume is up 41 percent bitcoin dominance same as yesterday 51.2 percent and the ether dominance barely on the climb i think yesterday was 16.8 today is 16.9 percent and checking out the top 100 crypto gainers for the past 24 hours we got ens up eight percent uh gno up seven percent and chain link up five and a half percent below that fxs imx suiop and ftm now, which altcoins, if any, are you most bullish on for this bull run? Holla at your boy. And checking out the crypto bubbles to get a visual perspective. You can see virtually most of the major cryptos correcting. And in the red, some down pretty significantly, over 10%. We got a handful, though, in the green. Like I said, Link, uh, FXS, and a few others. And uh, checking out the Crypto Greed and Fear Index today. Same as yesterday, a 60 in greed. Last week was a 55. And last month, we hit a 70 in greed. And I think the local top for greed was 76 uh, around the time we hit that 49,000 current high for the past 22 months. And checking out the Bitcoin halving clock. We're 72 days out until the Bitcoin halving. It looks like it readjusted the estimated halving date based upon the blocks. And it's now uh, down from uh, April 18th to April 17th, even sooner than expected. And this can be off by a few days, keep in mind, because it goes by the block rewards. Um, 
on the blockchain, so it could go faster or slower, but at this current time, this is the estimated projected time of the halving. If you're pretty ecstatic for the halving coming up here in 2024, let me know. But anyways, fam, let's now discuss the five things to watch out for in the Bitcoin market this week, as well as check out some of the charts where the Bitcoin price action is likely heading next. First and foremost, Bitcoin price indicators forewarn volatility. I've been stressing this as well each and every day around the time of the halvings. We always have extreme volatility. So at around 42.5 on Bitstamp, Bitcoin's latest weekly close was its second highest of 2024. What followed was familiar behavior. Bitcoin sought to sell off, this time offering two retests of 42.2 before rebounding to around 600 higher. And again, this morning we were 43.5 and now we're correcting once again in the 42.5 range. And here you're looking at the Bitcoin one hour chart. Liquidity thus preserved the current zone of interest within the wider range that Bitcoin had acted in for more than 150 days. And quoting analyst Goo Analytics, Bitcoin's Coinbase spot, most of the limit bid that protected the low in the previous tweet has now been filled. The key uh, taker flow on Coinbase now and limit bid supports the price, else likely gets faded later. So there you have it, coming from SKU Analytics. And conjuring memories of mid-January in the aftermath of the come down from the two-year highs above 49,000, he additionally flagged 43.1 as the key level to overcome. And again, this morning, we did overcome that level, but currently back underneath it. So he also says, what I'm looking for today is if price continues to hold for the one-hour, four-hour trend, and if the buyers sustain a move above 43.1 with the diagonal downtrend line. And this chart contained featured, including both simple and exponential moving averages on the four-hour chart, as well as the sloping resistance line, as you can see outlined here. And also talking about the RSI, which is the relative strength index in Bollinger Bands, they both began to give signs that volatility may return. On the weekly timeframes, the RSI has reset to lower levels while the spot price has consolidated, as noted by analyst Matthew Highland, as he points out here, Bitcoin weekly RSI has been trending down while the price has consolidated. And uh, he also points out the Bitcoin three day Bollinger Band squeezing the tightest since pre-30,000 move break in October. Now for the second factor to keep your eyes out on this week, a pre-having Bitcoin, all-time high, send it. Let's go. Currently set for April 17th. This will cut the amount of miners that they receive as a reward for mining each block by 50% from 6 point uh, over six to 3.125. While still more than two months away, the impact of the halving on market psychology is already being discussed and closely monitored by commentators. Their ideas of what could end up happening to the Bitcoin price action as a result may vary widely. In a market update on February 2nd, Trading Suite Decent Trader CEO and founder Phil Phil adopted a tone of resignation. In his eyes, this halving year will play out like others before it, with no significant price gains until many months after the event. What is expected, however, is for the market to sell the news about the halving, just like with the January launch of the first spot Bitcoin ETFs. He also wrote, so in terms of forecast, it seems reasonable to expect some continued choppy consolidation until early March, for some additional FOMO towards the 49,000 level, followed by the sell the news event again. Bitcoin has a tendency to front run the sell the news with a halving, so bear that in mind. Following the halving, Bitcoin has taken 220 to 240 days to break a new all-time high. I am expecting a similar outlook with Bitcoin taking a trip to new all-time highs in mid to late quarter four of 2024, which gives some time for a correction to test investors' resolve in between. Now, 
Let's, uh, I'm going to skip some of this other analysis and go to our next factor to watch out for. Spot Bitcoin ETF, scoop up Bitcoin. That's right. In fact, I'm going to be covering this in more detail in our next story because BlackRock and Fidelity are straight up killing the game with inflows right now. But here's a tweet from uh, ETF analyst James Safehart. The volume race isn't even close today. GBTC uh, trouncing the peers by over 100 million. Another day with aggregate dollar volumes below 1 billion, though. And the other factor to watch out for is China vows to step in as stocks halt. That's right. Beyond Bitcoin, what was chalked up to be a relatively quiet macroeconomic data week already had potential to surprise. This time it's in China at the helm of volatility as equities hit five-year lows and the CS1, or I guess CSI, 1000 index crashed 8%, halting trading for 30% of the stocks. The drama follows liquidity injections from Beijing and the bankruptcy of China's second largest property giant by sales, Evergrande. In the statement issued on February 4th by Reuters, the China Securities Regulatory Commission, which is the CS. RC said it would steady expectations and confidence and adamantly ward off abnormal market fluctuations. Uh, China's equity market seemed to be final, be uh, to be finally joining their collapsing real estate market. China's HY real estate index is down over 85% in just the past two years. The question becomes, is this crisis Contain. And as the Kabisi letter shares, breaking China CSI 1000 index is now down 8% today and 30% in the first month of 2024. Over the last 10 days, China CSI 1000 index is down a massive 21%. And just minutes ago, China's government pledged once again to help stabilize the markets. How do they stabilize the market? QT, money printing. It seems to be the same solution to this fiat money corruption. But what are your thoughts? And the next factor to keep your eyes out on this week, the whales rebalance and big moves. They say, watch the smart money. Well, smart money is the whales. Behind the scenes and despite the range-bound Bitcoin price landscape, the whales are being seen to prepare for change. In its latest investigations, you have sentiment noted major shifts in whale population composition over the past week. The number of wallets holding between 1,000 BTC and 10,000 BTC is now at its highest level since November of 2022, while 100 to 1,000 Bitcoin wallets are contrastingly at their lowest since that time. Numbers stood at 1,958 and 13,300, I'm sorry, 13,735 wallets. Bitcoin is ranging between 41 and 44,000, but whale wallets are moving big this week. And shout out to Santiment. They recently reached out to me and I actually want to do something with them that I think will be pretty cool for the show. So let's do that. If you'd like to see that, let me know. Let's discuss these ETF inflows, which I touched upon. BlackRock and Fidel, Bitcoin ETFs reached the top 10 in January flows. Uh, BlackRock and Fidelity spot Bitcoin ETFs have ranked amongst the top ETFs with the largest January flows, totaling 4.8 billion. Wow, just in the month of January, fam. BlackRock's iShares Bitcoin Trust had an estimated 2.6 billion in net flows, reaching eighth place. While the Fidelity Wise Origin Bitcoin ETF landed 10th place with 2.2 billion in net flows. And according to a February 3rd report, from Morningstar research analyst uh, Lan Tran, what an interesting name. Uh, actually, Lan and Tran, even more interesting of a name. Using data approximated from the issuer's websites, the U.S. is home to over 3,100 ETFs as of December 31st, 2023, according to Y Charts. The data showed that Grayscale's Bitcoin Trust, GBTC, had the second highest outflows amongst the ETFs in January, with $5.7 billion estimated to have net exited the fund over the month. Quoting Nate Jirasi right here, never 
thought I'd see the day. The president of investment advisory firm ETF store, Nate Garashi, said, two spot Bitcoin ETFs amongst the top 10 of all ETF inflows in January. There you have it. And in a separate post, he said that BlackRock and Fidelity's funds are in a two clear or a clear two-horse race amongst the nine new Bitcoin funds. He added that the joint ETF from ARK Invest in 21 shares, along with Bitwise's, both with assets under management shy of $650 million, were developing as a strong middle class and predicted they would hit $1 billion in assets in the not-too-distant future. Morningstar's report comes amid the U.S. spot Bitcoin ETFs, notching six straight days of net positive inflows totaling nearly $715 million, most of which was carried by BlackRock and Fidelity's funds, according to data posted on X by BitMEX Research. The trading days from January 26th to February 2nd saw inflows into the nine new spot Bitcoin ETFs surpass the lingering outflows from GBTC during the week, with the ETF seeing its second lowest outflow day on February 2nd at $144 million. The six-day run of inflows came after a four-day spree of outflows between January 22nd and the 25th, when GBTC outflows peaked and $431 million net exited the 10 ETFs in total. We had Bloom Bloomberg senior ETF analyst Balchunez wrote in a post that it was really something to see that the nine ETFs bar the GBTC comeback from the last dip last week. Typically, there's a slow decline after a big hype launch, and the net inflows to the funds on their third week of trading shows these ETFs have legs. So there you have it. And as shared here by Crypto Rover, BlackRock customers are buying more than 150 million Bitcoin per day. There is 89 was that billion in available supply right now. That means BlackRock buys 0.17% of the available supply every day. Let that sink in, family. Talk about a supply shock incoming, only a matter of time. What are your thoughts, fam? Let me know. Uh, next story of the day, we're going to be discussing Gensler meeting with regulators from South Korea to discuss ETS. I already shared with you a few episodes back that Hong Kong just recently submitted um, their first ETF applicant. So they're looking to launch their own spot ETF. So this is the game theory I've been preaching for a while. Now let's see what's happening with Gensler preaching and speaking with the regulators in South Korea. And curious, anyone here ever been to South Korea? Let me know. I visited the airport once. I have the photos to prove it because we got the Korean flag next to us with my little daughter when we were traveling. But nonetheless, uh, here you go. The headline reads, South Korea regulator to discuss spot Bitcoin ETF with SEC chief. No hair gear, aka no Claire gear. Uh, South Korea's Financial Supervisory Service, FSS, the chief financial regulator in the country, is planning to tap the U.S. SEC for insights into spot Bitcoin ETFs. The FSS examines the, and supervises financial institutions under the broad oversight of the F. SC. FSS Chief Lee Hong presented a business plan for 2024 at the Financial Supervisory Service in Seoul, uh, February 5th. The plan includes visits to major advanced financial markets such as New York in the second quarter of the year to discuss various aspects of South Korean financial markets, including discussions on spot Bitcoin ETFs. According to the report, the FSS chief revealed that he plans to meet SEC Chair Gensler later in 2024 to discuss digital assets and spot Bitcoin ETFs, amongst other issues. He added that the SEC's recent approval of the spot Bitcoin ETFs had a major impact on the world's financial policies. The announcement 
announcement from Lee comes weeks after the SEC approved the first spot Bitcoin ETFs here in the States. I believe that was on January 10th. They approved all 11. The SEC previously denied spot Bitcoin ETF apps for over a decade, citing the small size of the crypto market, which makes it prone to market manipulation. And after the SEC approved the spot Bitcoin ETFs, the Korean securities regulator warned local firms against brokering spot Bitcoin ETFs from the US. However, at the time, it said it was planning to review and update its regulations around spot Bitcoin ETF trade approval in the US. South Korea is one of the leading regulators of cryptocurrency markets in the Asia Pacific region. The nation has often followed in the footsteps of the US regarding crypto regulations, such as banning the use of credit cards for crypto purchases and outlawing crypto mixing services. So there you have it. And as outlined here in the news, South Korean Financial Supervisor Service Governor Lee meets with SEC Chair Gary Gensler to discuss the ETFs. And this is coming from the uh, the uh, uh, South Korea, uh, whatever, I can't read uh, Korean, but nonetheless, from their news outlet. So this is the real deal. So let me know your thoughts on what's happening there. And do you think potentially that South Korea can follow in the footsteps of the US SEC and also launch a Bitcoin ETF sooner than later? Let me know your thoughts. Anyways, family, I still got a lot to cover. Let's just dive into our next story. The big story of the day to me is all about Bukele. So this is the breaking story. Headlines read El Salvador initial poll show Nayib Bukele to win the election. Well, guess what? He already won the election. He made a brilliant speech last night. Look at their like White House. I don't know if it's called the White House, but it looks impressive. Uh, wishing I was there. And you can see him and his beautiful wife on the balcony here, giving his, I guess you would call that inauguration speech or acceptance speech. I can't wait to translate it into English uh, personally, but I highly respect this guy 100% more so than any other political leader or president in the world. Uh, what they have done to El Salvador is remarkable. And Max points out volcanoes are natural wealth and Volcano Energy, which is his company, is mining Bitcoin with El Salvador's volcanic geothermal energy. And quoting Bukele from the speech, he said, our country is small. We have no natural wealth, no exploitable resources, and we're very poor compared to the giants of the world. Salvadorans are paving their own way. And we want to be friends with everyone and respect all. We ask nothing from you. Neither money, nor donations, nor international assistance. The only thing we ask for is respect. Wow. No wonder I love this guy. I mean, we speak the same language right there. Most important thing he's asking for, the only thing he's asking for is respect. So put some respect on Bukele's name, family. Here we go. The pro Bitcoin Salvador president, Bukele, is widely expected to win. No, he did win by roughly 87% of the vote. It is official as of last night. And I think no one even came close. Look at these other guys. I think the next highest dude had three or 4% of the vote. And there's never been in political history such a landslide like this. And I actually saw some of the videos of people lined up in the United States and like Long Island and Texas, Virginia to support uh, Bukele, unlike anything I've ever seen uh, before, that people truly and genuinely love him. Even here in Puerto Rico, sometimes I wear this hat and people will stop me and show their support for Bukele and have respect for me just because I respect Bukele, so I think that's pretty cool. Now, CID Gallup reported exit polls showed Bukele's party received 87% of the votes, with Flores and Sanchez taking 7 and 4% respectively. Now, clearly, Bukele won, so he's going to be serving for the next five years until 2029. And correct me if I'm wrong, fam, but I think this is the first time in El Salvador's history that a president has received two terms uh, back-to-back. 
And the numbers speak volumes in of itself. As you can see here, uh, Bukele, 87% of the vote. And then this guy looks like he got 7%. Flores and only 4%-ish for Sanchez. So again, massive landslide. Now, in a post Bukele proclaimed victory before any official results were even announced, he said internal party data showed he won the election with more than 85% of the votes, with at least 58 of 60 deputies in the Legislative Assembly for El Salvador. As pointed out here, let me read the translation. According to our numbers, we have won the presidential election with more than 85% of the votes. That record in the entire democratic history of the world. And yeah, at 9 p.m., he did the uh, that speech at the National Palace, which is pretty cool. I retweeted a lot of uh, his tweets yesterday, as well as Max, who was there live and in the flesh. So if you missed that, check it out on my ex account uh, family and support me over there as well. I appreciate it. Now, a spokesperson for the country of National Bitcoin Office told uh, Cointelegraph it expects an even higher proportion of the votes going to Bukele once the official results are out. Bukele made Bitcoin legal tender, as we know, uh, in El Salvador back September of 2021. Interestingly enough, two months before the all-time high, amongst other initiatives supporting uh, Bitcoin. In February 1st, their vice president reportedly confirmed Bukele's Bitcoin strategy wouldn't change if he is re-elected. The Salvadoran president is is also known for his crackdown on gang crime. In 2023, Amnesty International criticized Bukele's leadership for an alarming regression in the protection of human rights which risks replacing gang violence with state violence. Several critics, such as Salvadoran lawyer uh, Alfonso, have argued the country's constitution prohibits Bukele from seeking a second consecutive term. Quoting him here, today is a good day to remember that immediate presidential re-election is prohibited up to seven times by the constitution and said that when news broke, Bukele filed paperwork to run again in October of 2023. El Salvador has been touted as potentially becoming the Singapore of the Americas by Van Eck strategy advisor Gaber Gerbach who expects more investment capital and immigration to flow into the country in the coming years. Now, I'm curious how many of you are anticipating, and look how beautiful this family is, how many of you are anticipating, um, what was I just talking about here? Oh, yeah. <laughs> How many of you are anticipating potentially relocating to El Salvador, taking advantage of Bitcoin City, and potentially becoming a resident and relocating out there? I'd love to know your thoughts. And if any one of you are currently living in El Salvador or plotting a trip out there, let me know because I personally would love to visit and can't wait to see it with my own two eyes and meet Bukele if I get the opportunity to do so. And also, while I'm out there, I got to get a interview in the flesh with the one and only high priest of Bitcoin, Max Kaiser. But anyways, fam, let's dive into our next story of the day. I appreciate y'all. Pump the likes to pump the stream. We just discussed the breaking news of Bukele remaining president until at least 2029. Now let's discuss this Bitcoin having in a 500,000 price prediction before we discuss a million dollar price prediction potentially by 2028, which is going to be the following having after 2024. But let's uh, focus on this having. Bitcoin will be scarcer than gold after the having. 500K is predicted. That's right. Over the weekend, Bitcoin TA and stock the flow model creator Plan B said that after the having, Bitcoin will be scarcer than gold in real estate. That's a fact. However, he added he wouldn't be surprised if Bitcoin's market cap, currently less than a trillion, stayed below gold, which is currently less than 10 trillion. Now, I've heard other estimates that the gold market cap was 13 or 14 trillion. Can someone look that up for me and let me know the precise number? Because I'm curious. And if you can post that in the chat, I appreciate it. With some basic math and assumptions, this implies a Bitcoin price greater than $500,000 by dividing a 10 trillion market cap 
by 20 million coins. Quoting Plan B here from X on a February 3rd post, after the April halving, Bitcoin will be scarcer than gold and real estate. It would surprise me if Bitcoin's market cap, which is less than a trillion, will stay below gold's market cap, which is above 10 trillion. This implies a Bitcoin price greater than $500,000. And then it says 10 trillion slash 20 million. I guess he's referring to the 20 million coins with a 10 trillion market cap. Gold stock to flow ratio is 60. The real estate stock to flow ratio is 100. With the Bitcoin stock to flow ratio, 110. Now, Bitcoin may never drop below 31,000 again is another bold prediction he recently shared on X. As shared here, for Bitcoin's market cap to increase tenfold, it would require a massive influx of fresh capital, which doesn't seem to be there at the moment, considering the current climate. February 4th, the analyst referenced the stock to flow model again, referring to the Bitcoin 200-week moving average, which is currently at 31,000. Bitcoin has never dropped below the 200-week moving average before, leading the analyst to conclude the following. So 31,000 might be the absolute floor and Bitcoin might never see 31,000 ever again, in my opinion. Let me know if you agree with that sentiment. And in the short term, Crypto Hamster, interesting username, identified a bullish pennant chart pattern. I mean, only in cryptocurrency market do we get usernames like this that we actually take serious, right? The Crypto Hamster said, it looks like Bitcoin is printing a bullish pennant. Let's wait for the breakout. Currently is threatening to break it to the downside instead. But if all goes well, we can see at least $45,550. Let me know if you agree or disagree with that uh, analyst. And Rat Capital shared the following. Bitcoin's on the cusp of invalidating the bearish divergence with a break of its RSI downtrend. So there you have it, family. Let's dive into our feature story of the day and discuss this $1 million Bitcoin price prediction by the time of the next halving, not the halving in two months of 2024, but by the time of 2028. Here you go. The headline here reads, will Bitcoin hit 1 million by 2028? Experts clash over this bold Bitcoin price prediction. We have Tor Demister, Bitcoin evangelist, has not too long ago shared his views on Bitcoin's potential to succeed and hit the $1 million mark by 2028. Demister's view on this matter presents a cautious distinction to the number of the extra bullish predictions within the crypto sphere. This tempered perspective comes when others, akin to Samson Mao, specific strong confidence in Bitcoin's skill to hit this milestone following the next halving. That's right. Demister's skepticism was articulated in response to a post sharing a graph by investor Fred Krueger, <laughs> which advised Bitcoin would possibly attain the $1 million level staged by uh, 2028, as outlined right here. Whereas anticipating the grass mannequin, Demister expressed uncertainty, acknowledging the unpredictable nature of the market and its capability to defy even essentially the most well-constructed fashions, as he outlines here. Will it take Bitcoin until after summer 2028? to reach 1 million per coin. I don't know, but I do know that every beautiful model as this one is destined to be broken by the market. And this was in response to Fred Krueger's tweet alongside with this chart that wrote this graph is simply amazing. When you plot price and time both in logarithmic scale, it is clear Bitcoin is just on a relentless power law. Let's go. Now, the anticipation surrounding Bitcoin's value of a million dollars is intently tied to the halving occasions, which happens roughly every four years. After this 12 months halving, the subsequent halving is ready to happen in 2028. These occasions cut back the variety of new Bitcoin mined per block by half, limiting the provision and prob uh, probably impacting the worth. 
That's right. The upcoming halving is set to take place in not 12 months, but in actually roughly 70 days, as I pointed out earlier. And we'll see the everyday minting of Bitcoin Slash. Um, and I don't think these numbers are that accurate either. So anyways, amid these predictions, ex-consumer claiming possession of the expansion plot referenced by Demister chimed in with some insights. They argued that some market legal guidelines, just like the time worth of cash within the inventory market, are much less more likely to be damaged. Equally, the pure adoption charge Bitcoin could possibly constrain its explosive progress, offering room for market actions without breaking the underlying mannequin. I mean, so there you go. Let me know if you agree or disagree with Tor Demeester. And quoting H.C. Berger, Hi Tor, this plot is mine. Some laws are not broken by Mr. Market. An example, the stock market grows by roughly 7%. This cannot be broken to the upside because of the time value of money, essentially. The time-based power law, likewise, is hard to break to the upside because that would go, waiting for this to open, that would go where we go, where we go, where we go, where we go. Uh, yeah, that cannot be broken because of the time value. The, 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 hard to break to the upside because that would go to counter to the natural adoption rate of Bitcoin and too much selling pressure would be generated. Also note that the ranges are quite large and plenty of room for Mr. Market to move without breaking it. So here's some various other views. Different Bitcoin lovers, including Samson Mao, CEO of Jan3, are extra optimistic. Mao envisions Bitcoin reaching that 1 million milestone, probably in a sudden surge, inflicting max pain for a number of market gamers. And in fact, I've covered that max pain scenario from Samson Mao several times here already on the channel. This dramatic enhance, he suggests, might occur swiftly inside days or even weeks, although the exact starting line stays unsure. And as uh, Samson shares here, my main prediction is the run-up to 1 million happening in days to weeks, starting point to be announced or to be determined. And in analyzing potential triggers for the Bitcoin rally, Mal considers numerous factors as outlined here in this tweet. ETF inflows, hash rate, I guess Bitfinex whale accumulation, 200 a weekly moving average trend, Tether, USDT assets under management, government interest payments on debt, debt GDP ratios, nation state Bitcoin adoption, real inflation, as well as the M3 money. So there you have it, my crypto fam. Let me know if you agree or disagree that Bitcoin could potentially hit this million dollar milestone by the year 2028. JV's personal prediction, I think we hit the seven figure milestone in 2029. I know it can potentially happen this year. It can potentially happen by 2028, but I I think it's most likely scenario in 2029, because if history is to rhyme, we've seen every time there is a halving since the inception of halvings back in 2012 for Bitcoin, it's always the year preceding the halving. We hit the cycle peak, just like we did in 2013, just like we did in 2021, and just like we will more than likely do in 2025. However, if that model breaks and we hit the cycle peak in 2024, and we go back into a bear market in 2025, that would tell me that the cycle has changed and we may potentially see a $1 million price prediction uh, come true in 2028. But let me know your thoughts, fam. And don't forget to check out CryptoNewsAlerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in our live Q&A. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode. HODL!